chapter twenty five of fairy stories my children love best of all this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. fairy stories my children love best of all by edgar dubbs Scheimer. chapter twenty five the snowman it is so delightfully cold said the snowman that it makes my whole body crackle this is just the kind of wind to blow life into one how that great red thing up there is staring at me it shall not make me wink he meant the sun which was just setting the snowman had two triangular pieces of tile in his head instead of eyes his mouth was made of an old broken rake and in this way was furnished with teeth the sun went down the full moon rose large round and clear shining in the deep blue there it comes again from the other side said the snowman who supposed the sun was showing himself once more ah i have cured him of staring though now he may hang up there and shine that i may see myself if i only knew how to manage to move away from this place i should so like to move if i could i would slide along yonder on the ice as i have seen the boys do but i don't understand how i don't even know how to run away away barked the old yard dog he was quite hoarse and could not pronounce bow wow properly he had once been an indoor dog and lain by the fire and he had been hoarse ever since the sun will make you run some day i saw him make a snowman run last winter and the winter before away away they all have to go i don't understand you comrade said the snowman is that thing up yonder to teach me to run i saw it running itself a little while ago and now it has come creeping up from the other side you know nothing at all replied the yard dog what you see yonder is the moon and the one before it was the sun it will come again to-morrow and most likely teach you to run down into the ditch by the well for i think the weather is going to change i can feel such pricks and stabs in my left leg that i am sure there is going to be a change i don't understand him said the snowman to himself but i have a feeling that he is talking of something very disagreeable i can feel too that the one who stared so hard just now and whom he calls the sun is not my friend away away barked the yard dog and then he turned round three times and crept into his kennel to sleep there really was a change in the weather toward morning a thick fog covered the whole country round a keen wind arose so that the cold seemed to freeze one's bones when the sun rose the sight was splendid trees and bushes were covered with hoarfrost and looked like a forest of white coral every twig glistened with frozen dewdrops where the sun shone everything glittered and sparkled as if diamond dust had been strewn about this is really beautiful said a young girl who had come into the garden with a friend they both stood still near the snowman and enjoyed the glittering scene summer cannot show a more beautiful sight she exclaimed while her eyes sparkled and we can't have such a fellow as this in the summer time replied the young man pointing to the snowman he is capital the girl laughed and she nodded at the snowman then they tripped away over the snow making it creak and crackle beneath their feet 
who are they asked the snowman of the yard dog do you know them of course i know them replied the yard dog she has stroked my back many times and he has given me a bone of meat i never bite those two but what are they asked the snowman they are lovers he replied they will go and live in the same kennel by and by and gnaw at the same bone away away are they the same kind of beings as you and i asked the snowman well they belong to the same master replied the yard dog certainly people who were only born yesterday know very little i can see that in you i have age and experience i know everything and i know there was once a time when i did not lie out here in the cold fastened to a chain away away tell me said the snowman do tell me only you must not clank your chain so for it jars all through me when you do that away away barked the yard dog i'll tell you i was a pretty little fellow once then i used to lie in a velvet-covered chair up at the master's house and sit in the mistress's lap they used to kiss my nose and wipe my paws with an embroidered handkerchief and i was called ami dear ami sweet ami but after a while i grew too big for them and they sent me away to the housekeeper's room so i came to live on the lower story it was certainly a smaller room than those upstairs but i was more comfortable for i was not being continually taken hold of and pulled about by the children as i had been i received quite as good food or even better i had my own cushion and there was a stove the finest thing in the world at this season of the year i used to go under the stove and lie down comfortably ah i still dream of that stove away away does a stove look beautiful asked the snowman is it at all like me it is just the reverse of you said the dog it's as black as a crow and has a long neck and a brass knob it eats firewood so that fire spurts out of its mouth we should keep on one side or under it to be comfortable you can see it through the window from where you stand then the snowman looked and saw a bright polished thing with a brazen knob and fire gleaming from the lower part of it and why did you leave asked the snowman how could you give up such a comfortable place i had to replied the yard dog they turned me out of doors and chained me up here i had bitten the youngest of my master's sons in the leg because he kicked away the bone i was gnawing bone for bone i thought but they were angry since that time i have been fastened to a chain out in the cold don't you hear how hoarse i am away away i can't talk like other dogs any more away away that is the end of it all but the snowman was no longer listening he was looking into the housekeeper's room on the lower story where the stove stood on its four iron legs looking about the same size as the snowman himself what a strange crackling i feel within me he said shall i ever get in there i must go in even if i have to break the window you must never go in there said the yard dog for if you do you'll melt away i might as well said the snowman for i think i am breaking up as it is during the whole day the snowman stood looking in through the window in the twilight hour the room became still more inviting when the door of the stove was opened the flames darted out of its mouth 
the light fell with a ruddy gleam directly on the face and the breast of the snow-man i can endure it no longer said he how beautiful it looks when it stretches out its tongue the night was long but it did not appear so to the snow-man who stood there enjoying his thoughts and crackling with the cold in the morning the window-panes of the housekeeper's room were covered with ice there were most beautiful ice-flowers but they hid the stove the snow crackled and the wind whistled around the snow-man it was just the kind of frosty weather a snow-man might thoroughly enjoy but he did not enjoy it how indeed could he enjoy anything that is a terrible disease for a snow-man said the yard-dog i have suffered from it myself but i got over it away away he barked the weather is going to change and the weather did change it began to thaw as the warmth increased the snow-man decreased he said nothing and made no complaint one morning he broke and sank down altogether and behold where he had stood something like a broomstick remained sticking up in the ground it was the pole round which the boys had built him up ah now i understand why he had such a great longing for the stove said the yard-dog why there's the shovel that is used for cleaning out the stove fastened to the pole End of chapter twenty five